0: War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Best lawn ever guaranteed contact lawn doctor of rhode island today now you can call them 401-392-1025 get a quick easy quote the best thing to do lawn doctor of rhode island they have a great website it's easy lawn doctor dot com lawn doctor dot com then just put in your zip code get a quick easy a quote your best lawn ever guaranteed take get part of their premium eight service program early spring spring lime late spring summer grub prevention early fall fall late fall lawn doctor online at lawndoctor.com. listening to the john dipetro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com it's thursday it is may 5th this portion of the program brought to you by pr landscape materials and garden center hey mother's day is coming up sunday that's right stop and see everything they have available including annuals perennials trees shrubs Take a ride, Rhode Island's number one garden center. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. Right off of Route 4, hanging pots, 10 inch, 12 inch moss baskets, hanging impatience, pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical, mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch, also available. Pick up a delivery, mulch, dark piney black and hemlock crushed stone they are full scale nursery have everything you need make your home a showstopper gift certificates are also available they're open seven days a week look for them on facebook folks it's pr landscape materials and garden center rhode island's number one garden center and again mother's day is coming up sunday it's gonna look fantastic well i want to start off folks on this thursday um overnight black they have had to now put up Fencing around the Supreme Court, folks. What we're looking at now. This is once again. Look at the, and that's by the way. They're putting up the fencing. That's not because of Republicans. This is. We are going to see a repeat. I'll tell you exactly what's going on. This leak. What this is designed around. The summer of 2020, with all the riots and the unrest. That was Black Lives Matter. It's really the Democrat Party using different groups activist groups BLM and others to send a message that in the summer of 2020 and into the fall the message was if president trump is reelected we're going to burn down every major city and they certainly made their impact and they frightened people and that was their message if president trump is reelected we, it, we we're going to burn down every city now the democrats are up against the wall biden's approval ratings are In the tank, high cost of gas, high cost of groceries, inflation. People are worried about crime. People are worried about the border. They recognize, the Democrat Party recognizes they're going to get crushed in the midterms. Republicans are poised to take over the House and the Senate. So what they're doing now is, once again, the Democrat Party, and notice they don't condemn any of it, is returning to mob rule which is once again now they believe that they need to return to the success they had in 2020, which was mob rule threatened. Now surround the Supreme Court. If you don't rule the way we want, we're going to burn down the building. That's how they operate. That's who they are. Let's be very clear about it. And none of them will criticize. Vice President Harris, do you, but it's the whole focus, the entire focus is on You know what potentially could happen, even though it's a draft. And actually, folks, the more we're learning is that nothing really would change. They all they operate completely unfair. That's what it's all about. That's who they are. And notice, Biden won't condemn them. Harris won't condemn them. Cicilline, Langevin won't condemn them. You know, I think one of the most appalling is Congressman Jim Langevin, He has rallied about cybersecurity. we have to be cautious we couldn't think of the the lengths they go to to make sure that personal information isn't stolen and yet they're all silent when a document is linked from the supreme court and the investigation continues they need to find out who leaked it you know there's the end of april by the way um you know now the new headline is fears of un- violence and unrest and it may not be an announcement till summer the white house now has their issue the white house scrambles to protect abortion is the headline and and why is that is the 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 fact of the matter is is biden doesn't want to talk about the economy he doesn't want to talk about inflation he doesn't want to talk about the invasion at our southern border they don't want to talk about how how the biden administration so far of him being president going back to it really started to unravel last summer with the pullout the failed pullout of afghanistan and now it has just continued that's what's going on so now now they have their point and they don't care you know all those people the big group that was at the rhode island state house the other night nothing in rhode island would even change and by the way there's no guarantee anything would even change but the end of april is actually a period of time where justices could change votes so it would certainly seem that potentially potentially a justice on the bench either the justice or one of their clerks saw where this was going to go i guess apparently at the end of april is when justices could also be lobbied to potentially change their vote so it had to have been known within the supreme court what direction they were going to go but now what's the result now now let's hear how the media is going to cover it The black fencing around the Supreme Court. Gee, the last time we saw fencing around a building was around the White House. After January 6th, then there was talk of insurrection. And we're a nation of laws. And of course, the big line, democracy under attack. Let's hear those speeches. The the Democrat Party is one of mob rule. That's who they are. And they have their players lined up. And when it's not going to go their way, when they feel they're going to be unsuccessful... In elections, they go to the bottom of the barrel, which is them. we're just going to frighten people. And they're doing it now. They don't care about misinformation. They don't care if people, you know, and now you're already hearing, oh, what's next? Here we go. Now they're going to outlaw gay marriage. Now they're going to outlaw contraception. I mean, as if any of this stuff would actually happen. But they don't, you know, they don't, it doesn't matter. It's all about creating fear. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Stop in. It's grilling season. It's Mother's Day weekend coming up. They've been in business since 1963. All appliances, by the way. If you right now on this Thursday were thinking, I need a new refrigerator. I need a new dishwasher. I need a new washing machine, dryer, stove, oven you want to stop it and see J's j Jay apostrophe s yes, broadway appliance you deal directly with the owner and remember they'll match or beat any package deal they're open monday through friday from 10 to 5 saturday and sunday by appointment and right now what a selection they have on grills look for them on facebook and then their website is jsappliance.com call them 401-949-7800 but the weather's gonna be nice. Mother's Day weekend. Get a new grill. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Free and also don't forget, Saturday and Sunday, by appointment. Stop it and see them for Mother's Day. You're listening to the John DiPietro show. A problem with your heating system? Call R. E. Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562. 24 hour emergency service gas boiler. Oil Burner, Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services. Look for them on Facebook and the website is RECooganHeating.com. Residential services, as Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements installation re coogan heating proud to help residential customers and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority call them today now it's cold it's going to remain cold call coogan heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie it's 24-hour emergency service hey not long ago Our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is RECooganHeating.com. Folks, you're listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, DiPietro.com. It's time for our legal segment, and what a legal week it's already been. Joining us right now, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, it is our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. And, uh, Tim Dodd, let's let's start off with this just unprecedented leak out of the Supreme Court. Um, it, it, it's frightening that this happened. Um, you know, all this talk that we've had to listen to for the past, whatever it is, two years about uh, democracy under attack. I I think this is true democracy under attack with this draft that got leaked Monday night. It has really turned the country upside down and... Let's uh, let's pick it up and start tackling it any way that you like, starting with the unprecedented nature that someone needs, I believe, needs to be held accountable for what happened at the Supreme Court.
1: Well, clearly, John, someone needs to be held accountable. This is almost unheard of. I can't remember the last time there was a leak. I think the last leak might have been not a draft decision, but the actual decision on Roe v. Wade, which I think was leaked to one of the magazines a couple of days before the Supreme Court published its official opinion. But it's very, very rare. Um, Clearly, whoever did this had an agenda to get this out before the Supreme Court had its final decision In an attempt to influence the public, influence the politicians, uh, and to probably, if you will, threaten the court. Um, This leak has already led to the Democrats in the Senate saying, now, see, look at this. It's time to get rid of the filibuster. See, look at this. It's time for us to pack the court because um, the the justices who are in the majority now are a threat to our civil liberties. we got to pack the court. Um, will that happen so far? Um, when this is now reared its head again about court packing and filibuster, um, abolition, uh, Senators Manchin and Sinema seem to be still holding firm that they are not going to move or join in any uh, effort to knock out the filibuster or to pack the court. Um, two very scary prospects um, constitutionally, if that were to happen, that would blow a real hole in democracy as we know it, if that sort of thing could happen because a certain segment of the population doesn't like what appears to be the coming decision, which will overturn Roe. Um, I don't know who did it. Um, None of us know who did it, a law clerk, did one of the justices perhaps in the minority tell the, one of their law clerks, hey, get this out on the QT. Uh, we need some support from our, you know, the political class or from getting people to be out marching in the streets. Whatever the um, person is who did it and whatever their agenda was, um, certainly I think they are getting what they intended, which is oh. a chaotic uproar in the yep. political class and, and you know, uh, everyday Americans. There's certainly, I'm not sure I wanna say a misinterpretation of what the effect of overturning Roe will be, but it's important and none of the, it doesn't seem when I'm reading and seeing a little bit on uh, uh, the television, the, the, the hysteria Uh, rightly or wrongly, is that abortion is going to be made illegal. Well, that's not entirely true. Mm. And no one is really looking at the reasons why the majority of the Supreme Court justices apparently are moving to overturn Roe. Roe has been criticized in judicial circles since, uh, since it became law. The the predicate for Roe, not to get too wonky, was a reliance on language within the 14th Amendment. And the 14th 14th Amendment was one of the post-Civil War uh, amendments. The 13th and the 14th were largely amendments to protect the interest of the former slaves, to give them rights equal to any other citizen in the country. And amongst the uh, provisions of the uh, 14th Amendment um, was an equal protection clause um, to protect the rights of slaves. And that equal protection clause language has been used over the years to suggest rights exist which were not originally found in the Constitution. So, this equal protection clause, and even President Biden was talking about the uh, guarantees of the 14th Amendment. Um, The courts have used it to strike down legislation that restricts personal liberties and interests that are not specifically um, enumerated in the Constitution. Now, obviously, abortion rights would have never been dreamed of by the founders, and it would have never found its way into the Constitution. Much like same-sex marriage was never considered by the founders, much like um, the use of contraceptives contraceptives was never considered. anticipated by the founders. The case that really started to open the door to this finding of uh, privacy rights within the 14th Amendment, uh, one of the first cases of modern jurisprudence was Griswold versus Connecticut. That's the case that found um, it was unconstitutional to try to legislate the use of contraceptives by people in the privacy of their own bedroom so that was a privacy right that was seen by the court um, and it needed protection and it was part of the equal protection um, provisions of the 14th over the years too the courts and this is something that i'm not sure they still teach in law school but we had to study it in constitutional law just liberal justices like, I think one of the first was William O. Douglas, who in his day was one of the most liberal justices, found that in addition to constitutional rights that we can read about, there is the penumbra of rights. And a penumbra is like the, the distant light, that, the rays that emanate from the main source, um, sort of in the shadows, sort of a partially lit situation. So these privacy rights are sort of part of the penumbra of rights that activist judges have found over the years. Uh, it appears that what's happening now in uh, the presently constituted Supreme Court is a finding that this reliance on the 14th Amendment and on this um, presumed right of privacy, which has never been properly um, found to exist in the Constitution, was an improper basis to rely on to create the uh, current situation of abortion protections. That doesn't necessarily, if this opinion stands, um, right now Chief Justice Roberts has not weighed in. I would predict he'll go with the liberal wing of the court on this one. It'll probably, if it stands up, be a 5-4 decision. But this will send the issue of abortion rights or, or abortion restrictions back to the 50 states. Recall that in Rhode Island about two years ago, yep. um, the Senate passed... Um, reprodu- 2019. 2019 uh, yep. reproductive... I think it was called the Reproductive Protection Act or something That's along right. those lines. Yeah. So in anticipation of what the Supreme Court might do, Rhode Island codified the same rights as exist under Roe v. Wade. So even if Roe is knocked down, our state has said, we want to have the same rights to abortion that Roe v. Wade would have provided the citizens. Other states, Oklahoma, Texas, um, have enacted in anticipation of Roe in part much more restrictive Um, limitations on the right to abortion. I think the breakdown is approximately 16 states have abortion protection legislation at the state level, just like Rhode Island. Approximately 26 states have state legislation which will uh, either ban or severely limit the ability of a person to obtain an abortion. So abortion advocates are saying in 26 states, it's going to be difficult, if not possible, to get an abortion. So I guess if you live in one of those states and you need an abortion and you've got the financial resources, you can get yourself to one of the 16 states that is very liberal in its approach to abortion. But what of people who are, quote-unquote, poor, who don't have the mobility, who don't have the funds, to get themselves to one of these states that has... um, Um, more liberal um, legislation at the state level regarding access to abortions. It does create a legitimate issue. What do you do if you live in one of these states? You are poor, you don't have funds, you don't have mobility, and you need an abortion. It does create a potential equal protection argument. I mean, Roe versus Wade, John, as we all know, has been a vexing problem with cleared lines of division between those who are pro-choice and those who are pro-life. Roe never solved the issue. If Roe is tipped by this uh, court decision, it's not going to solve the issue. It's going to get pushed back to the states. So when you look at the map of the US, it's going to be a hodgepodge. (laughs) The New England states will be liberal, Texas will be conservative. Oklahoma, conservative, Kansas, conservative, Minnesota, very liberal, California, New York, Illinois, very liberal. So it's a sort of pick and choose. And I think the Supreme Court would be suggesting, well, this is a state's right issue. Oh. So if you, if you want restrictive abortions, get out and vote for candidates who favor restrictive abortions. If you want liberal abortion policies, vote for those candidates. It's a state issue. It shouldn't be a federal issue. And I think that's where it'll shake out if the Supremes hold and they don't buckle to um, public pressure and political pressure.
0: And Tim Dodd, before we take a break, what about that the Rhode Island Supreme Court weighed in on this Privacy Act?
1: Well, the timing, I'm not sure if nothing yeah. is a coincidence.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> but the Rhode Island Supreme Court upheld the 2019 uh, legislation, uh, which codified Rhode Island's rights to abortion, which mirror those contained in the Roe v. Wade provisions. Um, the challengers of the Rhode Island statute were found not to have standing for a variety of reasons. Um The losers, which include right to life organizations, the Catholic Church and others, um, could well take an appeal to the Supreme Court. The only reason they would be doing that is the language in the Rhode Island decision relies in part on recognizing the traditional um, following that the country has had uh, following Roe v. Wade. Well, that's just about to come undone, it looks like. So the Rhode Island decision from our Supreme Court, to the extent it relies or points to Roe as one of the reasons to uphold the state statute that was passed, might find that that decision can be challenged because the law is about to change, it looks like. Well, folks,
0: we're going to take a, um, a quick break. Much more ahead, our legal analyst expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePetro Show Stay healthy at It's My Health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie, 401-305-3585, diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, um, this has been in the news for quite some time, um, but I wanted to get your thought on any type of update. We know Amber Heard expected to take the, the stand. A lot of eyes, a lot of people following the Johnny Depp trial.
1: Well, small things happen, which the media reports as big things. Um, Johnny Depp's team has rested. They've presented their case. They've put on all their witnesses. And once they have put on all the witnesses that they wish, they tell the court, we rest. Once the plaintiffs rest... It's typical that the defendant's attorneys would stand up and say, we move to dismiss the case because the plaintiffs, even on, a, on a, what we call a prima facie level, even if you give it all its the weight of whatever facts were presented, is not enough to substantiate the charges. To substantiate the charge, that Amber Heard published this and knew or reasonably should have known that the statements in it were false the court uh, deferred on some of the um, arguments made by the defendants and rejected others. So the case proceeds and now Amber Heard puts on her defense. Just because the judge denied the motion to dismiss doesn't mean the judge thinks that Johnny Depp's a winner. It just means that the court finds that Johnny Depp put on a sufficient amount of Mm -hmm. evidence for his claim of damages to get to the jury it doesn't mean the jury's going to agree Um, and all of these arguments are made outside of the presence of the jury so the jury will not know what arguments the defense attorneys made or what the judge ruled or why the judge ruled so now amber's up she's putting on her case her first witness was a psychologist who um interviewed amber heard and found that all of her allegations were credible Um, looking at the highlights johnny depp's team did a pretty good job of impeaching her rattling her Um, she was making all sorts of of facial expressions of disgust and exasperation both with the plaintiff's counsel and with the judge Mm -hmm. and that's never a smart move the judge was telling the witness to do certain things and to consider things and to not do other things. And this witness was visibly perturbed, making faces. Uh, that, that doesn't play well with the jury, in my view. Um, so that's step one. Now, Amber Heard's on the stand. She's an actress She's doing a good job. And one thing she's doing particularly well, and it's different than let's say Johnny Depp's testimony. When Johnny Depp was being asked by either his lawyer or uh, Amber Heard's lawyers, he would look at the lawyer and answer the question. So it was constant lawyers looking at Johnny, asking the question. Johnny looks at the lawyer, gives a response. Amber Heard whether she's been schooled to, I'm sure she's been schooled to do this. Lawyer asks her a question. She doesn't look at the lawyer. She looks at the jury, like mm-hmm. she's telling a story to the jury. Yep. All the time. So it makes for a much more intimate um, presentation. Like She's talking to the jurors. She's telling her story to the jurors. Um, I think it's a very good tactic on her part Um, She's an actress. She appears credible. She gets emotional. She gets teary eyed at all the appropriate times. It just is curious to me. She says she loves the guy. She wanted to help him, you know, all this stuff. She didn't want to leave him, but she couldn't take it anymore. But it seems like she was constantly surreptitiously recording everything they did. Every fight she seemed to know to hit the, the record button Almost like as things developed, either she wanted evidence, much like Nicole Brown Simpson wanted evidence of what OJ was doing to her, or was it a setup? I mean, the things that were said, the way she was talking to him, the way it seemed to be comments by her to elicit a certain set of responses by him, I'm a little skeptical of. And I'm not sure what a jury would think of some of the things that she did in terms of the evidence that she's pulling up. It's kind of, um, not an invasion of privacy or the communication between a husband and wife, but I don't think Johnny Depp had any idea that the volume of embarrassing and unpleasant things that she was recording were ever going to get played out in a courtroom. What does the jury make of that? Do they think she was a smart cookie to protect herself and to record this or that it was sort of a um, either defensive or angry or getting evidence to hurt Johnny Depp in the future? I don't know how the jury sees it. I, I just don't find the jury's going to be really impressed with either of these two at the end of the day, and I'm not sure they're going to have a great appetite to award either of these people money.
0: Um, Tim Dodd, and again, folks, with so the legal expert attorney Tim Dodd. Saturday there was we don't have all the details yet, but there was some kind of road rage incident on 95. Those that were traveling on uh, 95 North, right at Route 4, um, that that they certainly encountered basically 95 north became a parking lot and then we learned that there was some kind of a road rage incident and what is obviously tragic here but there's there was a passenger the passenger in the vehicle was the one killed the drivers being charged so what what type of charges does someone like that Faced him, Dodd, where again, I, it, it's not the driver that was killed. The driver who, and we believe it was the driver that was engaged in driving aggressively in this road raid incident, apparently, but but the, the driver is alive. It's the passenger that lost his life.
1: Yes. And again, these are the first reports. This is a very fresh situation, but apparently, there are many witnesses to this roadway, road rage that saw this driver weaving in and out of traffic at a high rate of speed, um, you know, driving in, in a reckless manner. So one doesn't know if he hit another vehicle, lost control, if the other person involved apparently in this road rage might have also been engaging in the back and forth that you see in these road rage things, which are becoming very common. But the main charge against this driver Uh, is the charge of driving to endanger death resulting. That's a serious felony. That's a jail case. Mm. If convicted, he could be looking at, you know, five to 10 years in prison, easy. Um, Wow. Depending on the strength of the witnesses and, you know, much of the highway um, has cameras. I've been involved in cases where, my client will say, no, no, I was driving very normally. It was the other guy, like in another road rage situation. Yeah. And then the police, state police produce the video. And it's like, oh, now I get it because um, there's a lot of footage. You have no idea how much of the highway system in Rhode yeah. Island is uh, being recorded. cameras all the time yeah. so i'm sure there'll be video evidence that the state police produce there's probably going to be some evidence of people recording on their smartphones and certainly i'm sure there's a, a more than a few people who have provided statements to the police who were um, in proximity of where this road, road rage event was going on mm-hmm. so I, you see road rage things on the highway all the time, John, people have short tempers, yeah. uh, people can't moderate their behavior, Terrible. but this, this case should be wow. a reminder that, you know, what starts out as a scuffle or a tiff, yeah. it, it amps up, it ramps up, it gets more violent. Oh, wow. uh, you start th- you stop thinking clearly and you're going on rage and anger and emotion I'm sure this driver didn't start out his journey that day right. thinking that he was going to wind up killing his passenger. Oh, but this is God. road rage. It's, yeah. And it, it, at it, a high
0: it, rate of speed as
1: well. But these, so. these road rage things take on a life of their own. Yeah. And, you know, it gets out of control very quickly mm. with unintended consequences just like this one.
0: Folks, uh, quick break. Much more head attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coeuset Inn. Check them out on the website depetro.com. The Coeuset Inn, Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coeuset Avenue in West Warwick. Whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers, there's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them, and gift certificates are available. The Coeuset Inn, 226 Coeuset Avenue in West Warwick. Brother's Disposal. Call them today, 401 688 0517. Brother's Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. You can clean out unwanted belongings. Maybe clean out your garage. Clean out your basement. Clean out your attic. Old toys. Old things you don't even use anymore. Old furniture. It's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home and then they'll take it away when you're done, whether it's for a weekend, for a week, for a month. Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brothers Disposal today. Whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings, get a dumpster in your driveway or business. Brothers Disposal. Four zero one Six eight eight zero five one seven. We're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Um, Tim, I, I don't know what are we to make of as we're speaking now. Not only has North Kingstown put now another teacher on leave following allegations, but they—I think the numbers are now even up to. There's two more been added on top of that, um, and and so it's actually three. Uh, initially, it was just an additional one. What are, are there? What are the rules that are being followed? It's very important to remember here that, that these individuals haven't been convicted of anything, but what about just the no small uh, step that they're putting these people on leave following these allegations?
1: Well, once the administration becomes aware of the allegations and yep. they're unproven allegations, no yeah. charges have been filed, but when there are reports, from you would presume one or more sources that uh, improper conduct is um, occurring on school property or even off school property. Um, Once administrators know of it, they're almost duty bound to suspend the person who's been accused. They didn't not, I don't think they're fired. Um, They're suspended. Yeah, because if you didn't do that and you still allowed them to continue on in the classroom and the conduct were to continue, well, that's where uh, potential for lawsuit and money damages would become a lot greater. You were put on notice. You knew this was happening. and You did nothing to stop it. So when they learn about it, they've got to take action to suspend the alleged perpetrators in other circumstances. Um, they can move to terminate. In other circumstances, under the threat of termination, they can induce the um, accused individual to resign. Um, That did happen in one of the uh, cases in North Kingston where a resignation was um, obtained from the individual who is accused of wrong conduct. Um, I'm sure you're going to have more of this come come out, um, not because I'm aware of anything, but it becomes sort of like um, get on the bandwagon. And I don't mean that flippantly. If wrongful conduct is going on, it should be reported and it should be corrected. But I think when these stories get out into the media, those who maybe have not come forward earlier and feel they've been a victim of improper conduct feel more emboldened or um, secure that they can come forward and be believed and um, have their cases taken seriously. Or maybe they're not part of the high school system anymore. They've graduated and there's no fear that they could be some sort of retaliation by the teachers or coaches or administrators um, if they're no longer part of the North Kingston school system. And that's not just North Kingston, it could be any city or town, and we know we've got another mess going on under somewhat similar circumstances in East Greenwich. So when these things uh, come up, uh, the administration has to take some corrective action. The question is, what's the conduct that is being accused of, and is the remedial action by the administration too much or too little that's think, that's a judgment call down the line
0: i think it's interesting in east greenwich they're they're moving to this some kind of an app that that the coaches could use to communicate with students because there's, there's too much of this seemingly of these you know there's emails there's text messages uh, the team gets certain text messages individual players get separate messages um there's some kind of an app that's been developed that all the players and coaches, everyone's communicating. Everything is stored there. It, it certainly seems like it could be something to to resolve some of this. Tim Dodd, our, our next story. I, I just wanted to get your take on it. It's it's out of Philadelphia, but this former Philadelphia police officer. So he he was fired upon. Now it turned out that the person that shot the vehicle, I believe, was a twelve year old, is T.J. Sidero, but. He, he supposedly shot a police. I think he shot out the back window of the police car. The police officer shot him. And now it's just, it's rare that you you see a police officer actually charged with murder, which this former police officer is being charged with murder.
1: Yes, when this story broke, um, yep. the, st- the, sto- the storyline was, um, and again, all these first impressions. Right be they in favor of police or against police, first impressions, as we've said many times, the wrong impression or the wrong facts. So the story that we heard was that this 12-year-old or someone he was with uh, shot at an unmarked vehicle, which turned out to be an unmarked police car full of uh, cops who I don't know that they were in uniform i'm just not sure of that but yeah. it was not like they shot at a cruise a police cruiser they shot at a car it takes out the back window two of the cops in the vehicle are injured from flying glass the officer now who's been accused gets out gives chase to the 12 year old saying stop stop drop your weapon stop all the normal commands yep yeah. um the kid turns, this is what the cop says, the kid turns, the cop thinks he's going to be fired on, the cop shoots, and um, unfortunately the the youngster uh, dies as a result of the gunshot, and that's the story. Now, video which has been obtained from a number of different sources shows a different story. The new video that's come out shows that the officer's chasing this young boy, uh, a 12-year-old kid, Um, before the shot is fired, the kid apparently drops his weapon. He keeps running, and then he trips and falls. And allegedly, while the kid is face down on the ground, the cop shoots him. Now, if that's true, that is a murder case. Okay. Uh, If if true. If true. You know the the reports from the command staff and the investigators who are looking at the video um that's what they're saying it shows and they're saying wow. it's t- it's tough to look at because you can see what's happening and um what i've described is what they say is contained in the video and if that's true then this cop's in real trouble yeah
0: tim out our final story um it's amazing because I called but how long some of these take to kind of work their way through the system. But this business, the trial for Providence, being accused of kidnapping. Now, uh, the kidnapping happened in Boston. They ended up – then he was on the loose. Um, the, the Boston police, by the time they contacted Providence, he had already left. But he had an apartment uh, right in the Chestnut area of the old jewelry district. Uh, it's converted now, it's buildings right where Prav used to be. And they, there was a nightclub in Boston, brought her down and uh and then tragically they caught up with him. He he was on the run, I believe, and they, they caught up with him. I forget exactly where about on ninety five. Uh just questions about that. I it is happening, I believe it's 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 happening in, in federal court and, and are the, the charges because kidnapping is, is uh uh the charges are more severe.
1: Yes. Um the charge the main the main charge here is kidnapping resulting in death that's a capital case um subject to life in prison without the possibility of parole and by federal statute kidnapping resulting in death also has the potential of a death penalty sentence so just like um uh, Sarnayev went yeah. to trial and the jury was able to consider the death penalty. And as we know, that went up to the First Circuit and then the Supreme Court. Now it's back again. This is the type of charge for which the fed, federal prosecutors considered whether they wanted to seek the death penalty. Yeah. They decided against seeking the death penalty. So this guy is now looking at the potential of life without the possibility of parole. Um, normally if it's a death penalty case, you know, you've got to try it. Even if you've got really no leg to stand on as a defendant, you you've you've got to go for it. Now, if this guy's looking at life without the possibility of parole, he's got himself a court appointed lawyer. He has nothing to lose. Right. He has nothing to lose. Right. The worst that happens is he's sentenced to life without the possibility of parole, which he would have gotten anyways. Right. Um, because I don't think he's got much of a defense. I mean, no. he's on video. He he gets yeah. this young girl who was celebrating her birthday in Boston. Yep. Somehow he gets her into his vehicle. Huh. And he gets to his uh, apartment. And this video, again, folks, everything's on video. <laughs> if you're out right. right there doing bad things, you yep. must presume that somewhere you're on video, because it's yep. everywhere. So He's carrying her limp body, which is uh, unclothed from the waist up into his apartment. Fast forward later on, you see him struggling to carry what's clearly a very heavy suitcase. Yes, And he struggles to get the suitcase into his trunk. Fast forward a little further, now the cops are looking for him. I believe they found his vehicle on the highway, I think in Delaware. Delaware,
0: yeah. They
1: opened the trunk, and sadly, very sadly, they opened the suitcase, and the young lady's body is in there. God. So, I don't know where he really has a defense. Um, I'm not sure if it's a mental capacity issue or what Mm. he's going to try to, to utilize, but between the video and the physical evidence of her body in a suitcase in his trunk of his car, yeah. um, it's all pretty damning. Um, it's a dreadful case. Um, mm. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out in court, the fact that it is going to trial. Apparently there's no sort of plea bargain which the government has been able to come to terms with defense counsel.
0: Mm. Tim Dodd, before we let you go, is this something maybe they try to, Get some of the maybe some of the evidence tossed out or question the the graininess or the quality of the video because other than boy it it sure sounds like they have a, a very very strong case
1: well of, the, or, let's let's assume that the search of his vehicle was improperly okay. done sure and they can get that evidence suppressed i mean the mm-hmm. jury can only hear the evidence which okay. is competent So maybe you're right. Maybe there is a search and seizure problem. Maybe the Mm. collection of evidence was done incorrectly. Um, Maybe there's issues with the manner of death. Maybe I I don't want to even speculate. Did she have some substances in her system, which led to her dying separate and apart from any action he might've taken? He
0: did. Sure. Okay. Well, we'll, we're going to find out folks. He is our legal expert attorney, Tim Todd. Tim, great job as always. And we'll talk to you again.
1: Thanks, John. Take care
0: firearms and ammunition visit my gun guy john francis competition shooting supplies 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. firearms accessories arms for all skill levels gun fitting selection assistance no one is more knowledgeable than john francis at competition shooting supplies 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. easy to get to you take the last exit in rhode island exit 2a as in the second amendment take a right you then just go past the attleboro train station that's newport avenue up on the left hang the left on a benefit street competition shooting supplies look for them on facebook whether it's firearms ammunition and remember you can also sell your firearms to competition shooting supplies either outright or sell it on consignment Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them 727 1716. Look for them on Facebook. The Defender of the Faith is John Francis, my gun guy, at Competition Shooting Supplies. To the John DePetro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, com. Remember, weekdays. 11 to 2 but visit the website depetro.com. that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter to check out our website dipetro.com dipetro.com which is sponsored by and brought you by the centredale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the centredale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop it and see them 2025 smith street in north providence j perry paving folks you can depend on j perry paving they provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and much more call them today for a free quote 401 732 1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month They provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand-new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for J Perry Paving. Listening to the John DePietro show it's AM 1380 99.9 FM. Remember you can always listen online at our website depetro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok, plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it. We have unique original stories videos contact log on right at the website depetro.com. best lawn ever guaranteed contact lawn doctor of rhode island today now you can call them 401-392-1025 get a quick easy quote the best thing to do lawn doctor of rhode island they have a great website it's easy lawn doctor.com lawn doctor.com then just put in your zip code, get a quick, easy, a quote. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Take, get part of their premium eight service program: early spring, spring lime, late spring, summer, grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall. Lawn Doctor online at lawndoctor.com. Into brood awakenings and discover the brood difference. Two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then also. Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, their local, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, great comfortable chairs, deli- delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings.